0: Welcome, team, to episode 33 of the Keep Going Podcast, athletes shining a light on mental health. This is Luke we out of Kerala, North Carolina, in the Outer Banks this week. I'm with my man, Pat, and he's in a new location.
1: Pat, where are you at this week? Man, a little Outer Banks, man. Shout yeah. out to all we'll the action. Outer Banks fans on Netflix. Luke looks great with the man bun. today. Oh, wow. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I'm we'll out here in Lafayette. Yeah, man, looking great, man. I'm out here in Lafayette, Indiana, um, visiting some animals. Uh, wolves being the primary uh, fan favorite Amazing. this weekend so far. Uh, shout out my girl Liz. Uh, she's had us as a host all weekend, so we've been having some fun out here.
0: Okay, Ash or Ashton's the sea wolf, so she's got a little bit of background in that.
1: Yeah, I asked Ashton. It wasn't as funny as I thought it'd be. I asked her, um, "Yeah, the sea wolves." If the sea wolves would be here, no one really laughed.
0: But um, she would, We're here. She didn't hit. You know, it didn't I would have his I there.
1: I had you. I would have had you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're all kind of fake laughing down in the background of the hotel. So that's another story. But well, awesome, man. Well, we got Nick Clank coming on, so I want to be conscious of his time. But before we go into that, got a shout out last week's episode, man. What did you think about that?
0: No, 100%. I thought that uh, any time that we can kind of get – um the women on the, on the episode that kind of give that perspective, as opposed to what two guys right here think. And I think that's great for all of our high school and college athletes to kind of get their perspective. What's, what's your vibe on it?
2: Yeah, I
1: thought Antonella Antonella was great. I mean, she was someone that at 19 years old has accomplished more than most adults, which I thought was incredible. Thought her perspective was incredible and just realizing that, Hey, it might not be your A plan, it might not be your B plan, but if you keep going, you have that perspective, you're open to new things, you know, what's the quote? Um, Open to anything attached to nothing, right? So I think that's a powerful thing. I think Antonella showed that last week. So definitely excited. And uh, like I said, shout out to Jackie Tripp for that connection as well. Speaking of those connections, our socials at the KG Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, uh, the website, obviously the blog as well. we will be nothing without the community as we've talked about before. So shout out to all you guys and girls out there, giving us listens, giving us posts and all that good stuff. No, hundred percent. We appreciate
0: the feedback. We appreciate the engagement. Um, all the positive feedback on the blog so far is awesome. We'll have those back up and running when school starts in August, we get in a the rhythm there. Um, and we love to do those just to highlight the past guests that newcomers may have missed. Right. So if we got a guy that's hopping on, on episode 33, hasn't listened to the past 30 or so, you know, we do those blogs just to shine a light on those people's stories because we deserve all of them. Or, uh, we deserve? We think that all of those deserve to be heard and re-listened to.
1: No, couldn't agree more. I got to shout out uh, a homie of mine that went to Rockford, Abby W. out there at Wrigley Field last weekend. Actually was repping, the keep going. She was one of our yes. t-shirt uh, purchasers, I guess you could say. So shout yep. out to everyone yep. that's bought merch. And Luke, thanks for that because we are not a logistics company, by any means. No, no. And uh,
0: speaking of that, well, speaking of what we're not, we are not psychologists or uh, psychologists, okay? So we will not be able to help you efficiently with your mental health, um, but we're a couple ex-athletes just trying to shine a light on it, okay? We're just trying to empower other people through their stories.
1: I love that, Luke. Love that, man. And before I get Nick on today, got to go into our first segment, what do you do this week for your mental health? No, so uh, for me, it's
0: just been um, getting with the people I love. So I'm in uh, with Spencer Ann this week, came down on Wednesday, been hanging out with her. Um, she's going through, you know, super tough stuff in classes right now. So I'm just trying to support her as best as possible. Um, be some be somebody that, you know, she can relax with and kind of take her mind off of the serious stuff with. So that's kind of been my goal is to help her out this week. What about you, Pat? I
1: love, I love that, man. Like, I think – Spence plays a huge factor in your mental health, right? You know, being your significant other, being with her while she's going through all that tough stuff and having someone to lean on and, you know, love as well, man. I think it goes a long way and I appreciate you doing that. I know she appreciates that as well, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 100%, man. She's awesome. What about you, you Ben? I
1: already preluded mine a little bit, but yeah, we're out here at the Wolf Park in uh, Battleground, Indiana, Lafayette, Indiana, and uh, just being in nature, seeing different, you know, not only animals, but being with good people, being with your people, I think goes a long way. So for my mental health check this week, definitely getting in nature, being with your people and enjoying it. Cause Hey, every day is a blessing. We've talked about before. Sure.
0: No, a hundred percent. I think um, it was Mike Morris that we had on. I can't remember. I feel like I want to say episode 17 or maybe 27. Um, But you know, he's a remote worker. So he's in the house all the time and one of his big, uh, tips was just to get out at least once a day and just you know touch the grass and see the sun so um i think that's massive and i think that's something that you incorporate in your day as well pat um and that's just we love to recommend that as just a overall general tip
1: nope i agree man and without further ado let's get nick clank out here man nicky what's going on brother what's
2: up fellas appreciate you guys having me just love what you guys are doing i mean 30 plus episodes this is great and just Uh (laughs) keep
1: pushing nicky k
0: We appreciate you coming on, man. We appreciate you taking the time
1: today. No, no doubt, no doubt. And Nikki, as Nick was, uh, Nick was actually one of my original accountability partners. You know, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, which honestly, and I've told this before, not to pat him on the back too much, but we wouldn't be a (laughs) podcast without Nick. You know, he's been a huge inspiration to me and not only that, but people in his community. So Nick, I'm super excited to have you, man. And uh, tell me this, what did you do this week for your mental health?
2: Yes, I actually just got back from Seattle. One of my college teammates, roommates, uh, got married. So shout out Benjamin Porter. Uh, He's on his honeymoon. free
1: shout outs, but congratulations. Yeah,
2: shout out. But yeah, we were in Seattle. It was pretty great. I uh, checked out a new baseball stadium, uh, went to the Seattle Mariners game, and then uh, went on a beautiful hike and, yeah, connected with some old buddies and had a good time.
1: Man, this sounds like a lot of stuff filling up your cup. And uh, Luke, you haven't
0: met Nick before, correct, Luke? No, I don't think so. I was trying to place you. We, I met another Nick whenever I came up to Chicago the first time, and uh, I had the wrong face in my head. But, Nick, it's great to see you today and great to have you, man.
2: Yeah, I heard a lot about you. Again, I hear on the podcast. <laughs> hmm. That's
0: what everybody says, and I'm just hoping it's good things. You never know.
1: Yeah, that's man, silly. Luke, I already complimented you. You look great, man. I got pretty much a face for radio. So, anytime I can get Luke on camera, it makes <laughs> our pot a lot better. That's for sure. No, no, Pencils no. so oh, no. short. Um, flowing so on, mad.
2: Flowing on makes me want to grow out my hair now looks good uh, yeah. looks good to.
1: right you got to <laughs> no i agree well nick hey back on topic here um obviously great things you know things filling up your cup being with your people celebrating love which is always good sticking to your non-negotiables hiking doing all these things we're a couple minutes in i'm already fired up so tell me this and we've been asking our guests every week why were you on the pond today why did you end up being here? Why did you want to jump on? Talk about kind of some intro stuff and why you're here.
2: Yeah, part of the reason why is just, again, I've experienced a lot. And something I've always thought about is I've always kept a lot of things in. And a lot of people probably experienced a lot of things before I went through it. But I'm sure a lot of people are still going to be going through similar experiences that I've had. So just an opportunity to share my story, get out there and open up, be honest to myself first, but also just share my experience, hopefully, you know, put someone in their direction and put them on their right path. Yeah, and I think that's no, I
0: think that's amazing. I think um, anytime you can share your story, it's worth sharing, right? I think a lot of people can, you know, think, ah, nobody wants to listen to me, nobody wants to hear this, but you know, you'll be um, when you when you're vulnerable with people and you're candid with people. I think you're always going to be pleasantly surprised with how many people connect with your story. So we got Elmhurst lacrosse superstar here, so you know we're we're excited to hear about that aspect.
1: Yeah, we'll make it history. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so like Pat mentioned in the beginning, like the original accountability partners, and that was just the one thing that we said in the beginning of just like making an impact, and that's something I want to continue to do and continue to drive and just hopefully make an impact on others' lives. 100%, Amen. man.
1: We're definitely well on our way, and and shout out accountability partners. We pretty much shout them out every week, but yeah. uh, Nick's been a member since the very beginning. He's been my one of my original accountability partners and not one of the first, so... It's definitely a blessing to not only know you, Nick, but how you've impacted others and how you've changed your life over the last couple of years. But talk a little bit about the college years, right? I think, like I said, making history, you're our first lacrosse guest, to my knowledge. Luke, am I wrong Yeah, I believe that's right. I think you're right. right. I think you're right. Well, definitely men's lacrosse guest. So tell us a little bit about that realm. Tell us a little bit about high school and college and how you got into lacrosse and uh, what it's meant to your life.
2: Yeah, so just growing up, hockey was always my sport and just never realized like how many different levels of like club and junior and such there was, you know, just going into it, my high school freshman year, I thought like, oh, I'll join the high school hockey team, I'll make my mark and kind of go from there and get to high school and don't even have a hockey team. So I uh, picked up lacrosse, figured it was a pretty similar sport and kind of drove with that and yeah, just love the sport of lacrosse, passion for sports all my life and kind of just drove with lacrosse.
1: Yeah, stay there. So when was your first year of lacrosse?
2: Freshman year of high school. Dude, that
1: is unbelievable. So you go on, if you look at Nick, for our listeners, he goes on and has a great career. You know, a really good career, not only athletically, but academically. When you made that jump to college, did you ever feel behind or did you just put the work in to get to that point?
2: little bit of both to be honest like I love sports and never really like took my academics as serious as I should I did well enough (laughs) I hear you student but I knew if I wanted to get to college my best opportunity was going to be through sports so kind of just use that as my motivation to keep going and again like if I wanted to get to college I figured sports would be my best option so just kind of put all my hard work into lacrosse
1: no fantastic and there's a lesson to be learned here and we have majority of our athletes are listening to this pod, right? They're athletes at the junior high, high school, college level. And you can find yourself at zero, right? You've never played the sport before and you pick it up. You're going to have some trials and tribulation, but wow, that's incredible. Luke, what do you got? No, I think everybody can find a spot,
0: right? If you're willing to commit yourself to a team and do the work and, you know, you're willing to learn most importantly, um, from those older guys from those coaches I think you can be a sponge and soak any sport in within four years of high school and find a spot for college um, and you know going into college Nick I don't know your experience yet I'm, I'm excited to hear a little bit more about it but um, for me it was great to have a community as soon as I went to college you know to lean on you get one you get in there you do preseason you're with people two a days for two weeks and you know that's kind of what we're preaching here is you know sports can be an additive and not a retractive so that's kind of what we're talking about you know
1: no doubt no doubt and anytime you get three D3 guys on, you know it's the love of the game, right? That's, that's a right, big baby. part of this. But, Nick, at the same time, man, you know, playing a sport in college is a mental grind. We've talked about it with athletes in the past. What were things that you did at the college level, playing lacrosse, playing at a high level, that kept you intact, right? That kept you having success, that kept you going? Give some tips and tricks that you gave to our athletes.
2: Yeah, first things too is when I was a freshman again. Like I knew my drive was going to be get to college and play a sport in college. And one of the seniors on the high school lacrosse team uh, looked at me when I first came in. Never played the sport before. And the first thing he said was like, "If you want to get to college, you're going to have to do either one of two things: get bigger or get faster." And ever since, then, <laughs> get to the gym, work out, get bigger, get faster, get stronger, and just kept that going.
1: No, love that man. So the physical side, you knew right away. You need to get faster. You need to get stronger. You need to look the part because at the college level, you're a walking billboard for what they're trying to do. How about the mental side? Were you doing any of this stuff back then, the stuff that you're big on now, which we'll get to?
2: Yeah, absolutely not. I was just pure athleticism at the time and then ended up actually tearing my ACL my senior year of high school. So I had to battle that adversity my freshman year of college. But then another thing too, uh, the college that I went to was the first ever year that we actually had a lacrosse program. So just like I picked up lacrosse my first year of freshman high school and I get to college. And it's also a brand new program. So just making my mark in that program as well.
1: Got it, man. Got it. And Luke, as you know, man, he definitely did, right? He had a great career. You know, we get now out of college, right? We get out of college. We're done at Elmhurst. We had a great degree. You jump right on and correct me if I'm wrong, but you get a job right out of college. Kind of walk me through like your first couple of years out of college and, and what that was like going from student-athlete to, to now in the workforce?
2: Yeah, great question, and um, I always, again, after sports, one of my biggest passions after college, I wanted to work in the sports industry, uh, talked to my coach, and he actually referred me over to NCSA. He used NCSA as a coach and, um, had and I, a of former um, teammates that um, worked at NCSA, so kind of like referred me over to there, so I started at NCSA and um, worked with the Chicago Wolves for a little bit there. I did game day operations and Uh, again just wanted to work in the sports industry tried working my way up with the Chicago Wolves and just didn't have that opportunity to become full-time so I stuck with NCSA and that was really my first job out of college and still there now.
0: That's amazing did you see any parallels going from you know you're sticking in the sports industry after college what parallels did you really see between playing a sport versus now you're helping student athletes find their home in the sport?
2: Yeah and that was the thing too is just my dream was always get into college so then actually being able to work in a job where i can actually help high school athletes get to the next level is just kind of the parallel there where just have that connection where it's something i wanted to do and then just again being able to make that impact and help high school athletes get to their next level and achieve that dream as well
1: i want to stay with that because i think that's fantastic because i think often student athletes get out of college right and they're thrown into the workforce and all of a sudden there's similar things there's similar qualities but It's not the same. It's not the same. Do you think doing something, even part time or even full time, with your sport has helped scratch that itch and put it kind of in the same realm? Would you think that's helped?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Can you guys hear me? Okay. No, yeah, you're
0: good. We got you, Pat. Okay, go ahead. Um, So tell me this. So you're at a high school, right? You're starting lacrosse freshman year, you go to a new program. Um, at Elmhurst whenever you starting freshman year of college so that's two experiences where you weren't really familiar with the situation or the culture of the team I mean you you know you hear a lot about lax culture um, what was your experience with the lacrosse teams that you have played on in the past
2: yeah and that was the one thing too also high school and college was just not referring to yourself as a lax player like I feel like they always have that um
0: There's a little bit of a stigma there. There's a little bit of a stigma.
2: And for, yeah, there's always been just that stigma carrying around lacrosse and just being the best person that you can be and just carrying yourself as a way as a lacrosse player, not as a lax player, and just having that stigma and just showing, like, the community and other people around that, you know, we're not lax players and we're not that stigma.
0: Yeah, 100%. And so I think, you know, Nikki K, you going to NCSA after – I mean, you've got a direct um, route to help influencing the next uh, generation of lacrosse players and kind of putting that positivity in the community and kind of reversing that trend. What do you think, man?
2: Yeah, it's been great just to be a part of that. And then again, just helping student athletes achieve their dream, get into that next level. For
1: sure. For sure. No doubt. Here's what I'll say too. And Nick, obviously, you've listened to a bunch of these episodes. We ask our you know, guess every week what their keep going moment was. So we're at a point now where you've gone through it. You started a brand new sport. You jumped into a profession right out of college. What's your keep going? Mean?
2: Yeah, I'd say my keep going moment is just escaping comfort. And again, I was born and raised in Chicago. That's all I knew. I was close to comfort. The school that I chose was in Illinois. So I was always just so close to comfort. And I think the biggest leap that I made was making the change of moving to Colorado So I think my biggest keep going moment was just escaping comfort, getting used to something that I wasn't used to and just changing states and making a name for myself there. That's amazing. No, anytime, anytime you can get out of your comfort zone, you're going
0: to be able to change your perspective a little bit. I think that's where a lot of, uh, a lot of disagreements and a lot of misunderstandings come from, right? You look at stuff from your perspective and you don't ever try and see the other person. So, Anytime that you can change your whole situation, you know, moving from Chicago to Denver, um, you're meeting a whole new culture. You're meeting a whole new group of people to kind of expose you. And when you jump in willingly to that, that's going to affect you positively overall for sure.
1: Yeah, I guess what I'll ask you, Nick, and obviously for our listeners making that big time jump from everything that you've always known, Chicago is what you've always known. You know, you were comfortable here. You were successful here making that jump to Colorado and being where you are now, would you change anything?
2: Absolutely not, because again, everything that I went through brought me to where I am today, and it taught me a lot of different lessons and just getting out of that comfort zone and understanding you know, why I do the things I do, just going deep in within and just understanding myself on a different level because when I moved out here, I didn't really know anyone. So it forced me to make connections, get out of my comfort zone, meet new people, do new things. So I think that was just the biggest thing is just understanding me and why I do the things I do.
1: Love it, man. Love it. Well, hey, I want to be conscious of your time. All right. So just jumping back in, we have a little bit of bumpering there. No big deal on our end. Nick, well, obviously over the last 20, our listeners are going to be super impacted. Where can our listeners get in touch with you, brother?
2: Yeah, so Instagram is my main force right now. Um, Nick Clank, so I'll share the K on the Clank. So N-I-C-K, L-E-N-C-K.
1: Perfect, man. Appreciate you on that. And uh, like I said, our listeners will be super impacted. Definitely want to make sure that's an open avenue for them. Luke, before I send Nick out of here, anything for him?
0: No, we just appreciate Nick taking his time, man. I think getting a, a different sports perspective and a different guy's perspective every week is just why we do this, right? So we appreciate Nick and Kay coming on here and giving us a little bit of wisdom in the last 20.
1: Oh, no doubt, man. Anytime we can make history on a Sunday morning, first guy in lacrosse coming out, some That's right. Story like Nick's, man. It, it fires me up. So, Nick, we appreciate you, brother. Have a great rest of your Sunday. We'll be in touch, okay?
2: I appreciate you guys. Keep going. Uh, Thanks, you, Nick. Guys. Keep, Keep going. going.
1: Peace. Luke, gotta say this, man. Uh, let me go ahead and do that. Gotta say this, Luke. Anytime we can get somebody like Nick on to share that perspective, like, what a story. Like, not only not playing his sport that he goes on and plays in college, but what he's going through to make that leap to go out to Denver to really take that, what I call it, that jump from green to dark green. that fire Yeah.
0: Well, just think about how many people talk about moving out of a town, talk about moving to a place and talk about this. I mean, Nikki K is doing it right. He's an inspiration. So just take his story and really try to apply it maybe to your daily life, maybe to your weekly life and your routine. Get out of your comfort zone, you know, see what you can do to push yourself to kind of the boundary and see what happens. That's it, man. Me
1: and Nick have talked about that. That was our mantra over the last couple of years and getting out of our comfort zone, taking those things to a different level. And Nick's a true testament of that. So before we go out of the episode, Luke, give me that ad read, Matt.
0: Oh, no, I'm super fired up about Community Company this week. I was talking to Matt um, and he just teased to me that he's dropping some new merch coming up this week. So the link's going to be in the bio, dude. They always drop fire stuff. Um, They work with a distributor out of uh, Chattanooga to get their shirts printed. Super quality, super premium quality on those shirts, and you will not be disappointed to, to, you know, support a brand that makes such a positive impact in their community. You know, their reach just in Athens, Tennessee, you know, small little town in East Tennessee, their reach in that community is far and wide, and uh, they're doing some good things down there.
1: Oh, love it, Matt, and shout out, Matt, and all the boys over at Community. Shout out all the partners and sponsors. You know, Community Power Pipe hitting with Steve Peterson, and of course CNT and BNT out there in Troy, New York, at Homegrown Design. We're at the point now, thirty plus episodes in. If you need something, we can probably get you in touch with it. So, Luke is always there. Hopefully, I don't lose you as a professional ad reader at some point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's. Uh, I'm just gonna start contracting out. I guess that'll be my day gig.
1: Now, man i'm telling you you got that voice for it you got the face for it brother well hey let's go into the social and let's go into the charity luke do you want to start us on?
0: yeah 100 i'll take the social this week um it's a little bit more of a sad one um coco lee has passed away at 40 i think it was 48 i can't remember um Mm -hmm. the age exactly but you know she was a singer but she was also the voice of mulan so she's somebody that kind of pioneered um a film and helped pioneer a discussion about, you know, what's a woman's role in society. Um, and so she passed away attempting to take her own life, ended up being in a coma for the next couple of days days and, and didn't make it out of there. So I think for me, it's just a reminder that anybody making a positive impact on a community, anybody that seems happy on the outside, give them an extra checkup this week. We talk about it a lot. Check on your happy friends.
1: No, Luke, this one hit me hard this week. Um, if anyone knows me, my favorite Disney movie is Mulan. And uh, when I saw this come through at 48 years old, it was a reminder not only to go watch Mulan, because it's a classic, but too that this is happening not only in the younger group, the younger age brackets, but this is going on, you know, your mom and dad's age bracket, grandpa and grandma. It, it's mental health has no, how do I put it? Doesn't have any barriers, right? It can happen to anybody. So I think the big that's thing right. is, check on your. I'm looking for a better word than that, but check on your healthy friends. Understand that anyone is going through this kind of stuff. It could be anyone. So I, I know it definitely hit home for me this week. So, um, go watch you. Uh, go watch Mulan. Coco Lee gone way too soon. That's for sure. Hundred uh, percent. You got the charity for us here, Pat. I got it, man. This one comes out of the American foundation for suicide prevention out in the west coast in nevada so this week they did actually a charity drive which was awesome um i think anytime you can get out in your community and spread the awareness you know i know i got my uh bracelet on right now and i think that's something that goes hand in hand with the social media one as well just knowing that hey you're not alone in this get out in the community have those conversations we're a lot better with you than without you that's for sure
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And Pat, I appreciate you taking the lead on that one. We'll link that in the description below. Um, You got a question for me for this week?
1: No, I definitely do. And uh, to wrap up, obviously what I just touched on, you know, Dr. Michelle Freeman, she actually read the, she ran the summit, which was fantastic. And I think that was fantastic, but yeah, I do have the question of the week for you as well. So let me go ahead and bounce over here. All right, Luke. Luke Weep mailbag question of the week. Does social media influence body image?
0: Pat, always coming with a good question. Um, Does social media influence body image? You know, that's a pretty on-point question. I'm working with high schoolers every day um, from August to May. So I see this kind of on the front lines. Um, But yes is the answer, but you can choose the way it can impact you, right? So you've got power over the things you follow and the things that you choose to consume on Instagram and social media, make sure that you're getting out there and finding positive outlets for entertainment. And that's going to be what you really want to focus on. Pat, what do you think, man?
1: That's it. And I think the stat that kind of got to me and, and what inspired this question was that over 70% of young males and young females, when they jump on social media, they feel worse about themselves physically. And I thought that was crazy to think that over three-fourths of people feel that way. And I think, one, it's limiting social media. And two, being able to fill your social media with things that fill your cup, right, that show you positivity in comparison to that negative. So if there's anything to take 100%. away from this, we don't have to eliminate social media, but limiting it and being aware of what we're putting into our minds, I think, goes a long way.
0: Yeah, and I think just the time limit thing is huge for me. Right. So on vacation this week. So I'm probably on it more than I should be um, personally. But whenever I'm working and whenever I'm going through a regular week, I try and set that 15 to 30 minute mark. Um, If I hit the extend limit, it happens. You know, I don't get too down on myself, but I try. And at that point, if I know that I'm going to keep hitting that extend limit, I just take the phone and put it in a whole nother room. And that kind of eliminates that distraction for me um, and can kind of limit my exposure to that. Yeah. And a good
1: episode for that was Alexa Ben's episode. We talked a yeah, lot Alexa about. Yeah. Alexa touched a lot on that. Yeah. A lot about app limits and putting your phone up and do not disturb and really taking those hours where you feel focused to dominate that time. And Hey, your friends and family, they're a huge part of what you do, but it can't be message after message when you're trying to be productive, right? When you're trying yep. to do things that help you. So finding those limits, finding those boundaries, and setting yourself up with positivity out. Shout out Alexa Ben. Her episode was huge on that, man. Absolutely. Definitely. Luke, Luke, before I wrap this up today, man, anything else you wanted to chat on? I know we're at that 30-minute mark in uh, another great episode today, man. No, just excited
0: for what's to come. We're getting y'all clips out um, weekly on Thursdays, Throwback Thursday clips now, just so that we can empower and shine kind of the people that have been on previously. We don't want those conversations to go to waste, right? They're there for you all to listen to, to touch back into. Um, anytime you need a fresh perspective or tips on your mental health to kind of get you through the week, get you in a more positive mindset.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good reminder too that we're getting out these clips because it might be tough. Life life happens to go listen to a 30, 45-minute podcast. I have my own podcast I like to listen to, but I think those clips really help getting our message across. And not only that, but if you ever find yourself listening to one of the episodes going, hey, that's me. I want to talk to someone about this. I want to, you know, pick someone's brain on this. Please reach out. Um, we're better because of our guests. We're better because of our community. Uh, Luke and myself, we'll, we'll take time to talk to anybody, as you guys probably know. So yeah, if you need 100%. anything, <laughs> reach out to us. We want to be, you know, a lifeline. We want to be someone to talk about things with. So Luke man, hey, couldn't love you more for taking time out of your day in the outer banks and uh above all else, brother. Love you and I love Spence. I'll talk to you guys soon. Love you, buddy. Keep going. Love you, bro. Keep going. Did it lock us out?